0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. Hey everyone, this is Mike. Uh, the Fans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. And it's Thursday, and I'm here with Lewis Ragoni. Hello, Dolphins. And Kirk Marks is back with us. Hey, fan fans. And today we're going to talk a little bit about our upcoming matchup with the New York Giants. The Dolphins will travel back up to the Meadowlands Sunday to take them on. And we're going to talk about Tom Brady and the speculation that, you know, he could potentially... Be here next year quarterbacking for the Dolphins. <laughs> I'm wondering these guys' thoughts on that.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And uh, we'll also talk about uh, stinking, cheating Patriots.
0: So more Patriot talk.
1: Yes, yeah, more Patriot talk. They're yeah. in the news. They're in the news. Okay. And, uh, we'll get into that as when the time comes. Um, welcome back, Kirk. Where you been? Up here trying to stay warm. <laughs> <laughs> uh Well, you know, as cold as you were in uh, Hard Rock Stadium a few weeks ago, I can imagine it's difficult for you. (laughs) Well, we had,
2: uh, I think on Tuesday, it was 61 degrees. Okay. And yesterday, it snowed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it sounds like our weather without the snow.
2: Uh, Well, one day it's 60, the next day it's 80. Anyway. I hope you have eighty degrees next week when I come back down there. But it looks like yeah. early, like low seventies again.
1: Well, I'm up in Jacksonville. He's down. He's down in the warm weather. Uh Lewis is.
0: Yeah, and it it should be real nice next week, Kirk. We were looking at we have a party to go to and it's kinda outdoors. So I was looking at the weather and it looks like it's gonna be in the seventies and at night it'll be in the sixties. So you're gonna get some real nice weather that week next
2: looking week. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. So Lewis, we yes, did the sir.
1: show we did the show on uh, Monday, and we talked all about the jet game and, and we neglected to mention uh, Fitzpatrick's rushing yardage, which was uh, a big error on on our part. Uh, would you like to go ahead and say a word about that?
0: Uh, sure. yeah, sixty five yards rushing. He leads the team in rushing. Yeah, he's he's a. Beast. Who would have thought that? If I if I
1: I could have made a lot of money on that. That that, that definitely could have made a lot
0: of money on that. If I told oh. you
1: at the beginning of the season our leading rusher would be Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. he would have laughed me out of the building.
0: And you know what? We have three games left. I don't know if there's a guy on this team that can even challenge that. Even if they have like three straight 100-yard games, which isn't going to happen behind this offensive line, I don't think anybody is going to be able to catch Fitzpatrick. So he will go down as our leading rusher for 2019. That's incredible. Uh, you know, it, it goes, it, Mike, it more needs to be said about the effort and what he brings. I mean, we talk about it all the time, but this is just another element of his game that he brings to the that table. That was the
1: element that we expected Tannehill to bring.
0: Right, exactly. You know, the mm-hmm. athlete, the
1: wide receiver, that's what we expected from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it, just didn't, it just didn't translate.
0: It didn't. And, you know, the big difference between the two, and you know, Tannehill's playing great, by the way. He is. No, no, th- no doubt about it. He's got a very solid offense around him. He's got good coaching. He's got a really good offensive line in front and of him. And he's got so, a
1: good running back that the other teams have to prepare for.
0: Exactly. He's playing at, at a very high level right now. But the difference between Tannehill and Fitzpatrick is is just what we just talked about, is the fact that Fitzpatrick recognizes when it's just not there and he knows when to take off and he knows when to step up in the pocket and move around and create a positive out of a negative, whereas Tannehill just continually took sacks, put us in second and third and longs over and over again. And uh, that's, that's the big difference between the two. I mean, if you look at what Tannehill did over the last few years compared to what Fitzpatrick is doing this year, that is the biggest difference in their game. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know, just yeah. recognition. Simple as that.
1: Well, hopefully Tannehill's over his troubles and they can beat the uh, Texans a couple of times uh,
0: that they play him the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Kirk, have you watched them at all? Tannehill over the last few weeks?
2: Yeah, I have watched him. Mm-hmm. And, and what are your thoughts? He just looks comfortable. He looks confident. It definitely has to do with the pieces that he has around him. But he looks good. The only the only still thing is... you. You see here and there that he still doesn't have the greatest pocket presence, but on that team he doesn't seem to need it.
0: No, they they've got players well, around. Their, their play that.
1: action is much more effective, and uh, that helps him. So
2: mm-hmm. that, that's what happens when you have a, a good running back.
1: Yep. So let's let's talk about. Uh, there's some speculation, and it's nothing but speculation. Uh, somebody who says, you know, there are Patriots insider says there was some talk. Uh, that Brady could end up with the Dolphins next year. And they were, you know, giving a bunch of logical reasons while they felt that could happen. Uh, if they draft Tua, he's going to need some rehab time and some adjustment time and he could sit on a bench for a year, etc., cetera, et cetera. So my question to you guys is this, would you be comfortable watching Tom Brady
2: quarterback the Dolphins next season?
0: Kirk, you want to go?
2: Uh, yeah, I'll go. Kind of got mixed feelings on that. I got it, it's just like rooting for a uh, Thurman Thomas in a Dolphin uniform from back in the day. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't mind having him, but what good is he going to do if we don't have the pieces in front of him? But as far as you know, his knowledge and maybe having a chip on his shoulder and wanting to go, go back and try to beat New England, or if it was going to help us out, that's fine. But I don't want to destroy a salary cap either for that.
1: Well, it would only be a one-year thing, so it really wouldn't hurt the cap. It, it would hurt next year's cap, but they've got plenty of money next year, so I don't think that would be a major issue. The thing with me is, I I, I would have a real hard time just even watching him him behind our uh, center. Uh, I just don't like the man, and I, I you know I never have. It's just I I don't feel like. I don't know if "class" is the right word because maybe I'm being unfair, but I, I just I see him on the football field and he's he's not somebody that I look up to on the football field. He's a great quarterback and and he's definitely talented. Maybe he's on the decline, certainly, but he's just not an athlete that I have a lot of respect for.
0: What ridiculous scenario would bring him here in the first place? Is he not under contract next year with New England? No, he is not. He's not. Okay, so why in in God's name, would we even consider bringing him in? When well, we have... you've
1: got O'Shea here, who used to be his offensive coordinator. You know, it all ties together that way.
0: Right. Well, here's the thing, Mike, okay? You've got a guy in place right now in Fitzpatrick that, as far as I'm concerned, you can't have a better person here with, with, with a young group of players. Uh, he's a great guy. He's a great team player. Uh, They have some chemistry developed between him and Parker and Williams. That's obvious. You can throw Gesicki into the mix as well. Why would you even mess with that in any way, shape, or form? There's no need for it. You got Fitzpatrick here on the contract next year. I'm fine with him quarterbacking. If you look at their numbers this year, and you may think I'm crazy, and there may be people that are going to listen to this and think I'm crazy, but I've watched a lot of Brady and the Patriots this year, and uh, he's got some decent players around them and I got to tell you what Fitzpatrick is working with he's actually looked better than Brady has this whole season and again people may think I'm crazy but just watch some of the Patriot games and how their offense has played this year it hasn't been very good and if you throw in the fact that Fitzpatrick is working with a lot less around him Then I mean, it just doesn't make sense. I don't want any part of that. I can't see Brady in a dolphin uniform. It's never going (laughs) to happen. It's you know, it's just it's 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 put into play for shows like this and for NFL Network and maybe some, you know, some newspapers to get some write ups about. But that scenario is never going to take place. It's I, never going to happen. I
1: don't think it will either, but I mean, you can you can connect some dots and say, okay, well, maybe this is a possibility, you know? You can. But, you know, you, you've you got Rosen, you've got Fitzpatrick, and I'm not saying either one is the answer, but with those guys under contract, why are you going to go and upset the Apple card?
0: Absolutely. Uh, just
1: either play one of those guys or play the rookie that you draft, assuming you draft a rookie. Mm-hmm. Leave Brady to go out on the pasture, you know, and do do his thing.
0: Right. What? How is he going to look behind this type of offensive line? I mean, He'd Fitzpatrick's killed, able to create. We just talked about that right. at the beginning of the show. Well, Brady
1: is not bad at creating either, but he he has a different method to his creating.
0: He, yes. he's You know, he'll
1: he'll roll and throw it out of bounds, or he'll he'll uh, throw it at somebody's feet. You know, he'll he'll do that, and he's good at that.
0: Yeah, he is. He's good at moving around in the pocket, Mike, but, but he's this, not this gonna, is he, a whole different Right. He's, whole he's, different not gonna gain, he's
1: not going to run for a bunch of yardage.
0: Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. Sorry. Yeah.
2: I don't think that uh, he would even consider it unless in free agency or something, we had to start to put some kind of offensive line together anyway. Right. Because why would he want to come down there and just get crushed?
1: Well, no, yeah, you know, you're probably going to have to give him $25 million, $30 million to even consider it. So, right.
2: You know, Wait. do you do you want to part with that money next year? No. You know, that's the question. So, no. That's what I was saying about the salary cap money. I don't yeah. want to. I mean, more. they'll
1: have, you know, I have well over $100 million. So it's not like they couldn't afford it if they wanted to. But, um, you know, you got to pick your poison. And if it's me, I'm doing exactly what was just mentioned. I'm putting that money into, into linemen and, and into. Some of the surrounding pieces.
0: Yes, and, and, exactly. And
1: uh, trying to make Fitzpatrick's job a little bit easier, the rookie's job a little bit easier, however that works out. Let's talk about the Giants. Uh, Kirk, you studied up on their
2: defense. I did study up on their defense, and uh, it's not that great. <laughs> 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 Luckily, <laughs> it's, not that, it's not that good. Their rushing defense, they're ranked 20th. They give up uh, close to 115 yards a game. And their passing D, they're ranked 26th, and they're giving up 261 yards a game. But one thing I found interesting was their leading tackler is their free safety. <laughs> that's, wow. never, that's, never, that's
1: never a good sign. I mean, we know because we had years with Rashad Jones leading the team <laughs> in tackles, and it was usually a fairly bad defense.
2: Yeah, but at least, at least Rashad was the strong safety. Yeah, true. This guy is the free safety. So, <laughs>
0: there's a lot of, lot of stuff 30 happening yards back off <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's a lot happening back there. Uh, Yeah. Their main sack guy is their strong side linebacker. That's Marcus Golden. He has eight and a half sacks, which is respectable. And on the other side, they have Lorenzo Carter, who has three and a half sacks. Um, They run that 3-4. They have Leonard Williams and Dalvin Tomlinson and Dexter Lawrence. And then uh, Golden, Ogletree, Mayo, and Carter are their linebackers. But there's nothing special there. Their one defensive back that's pretty good is Janoris Jenkins, but I saw that – he didn't practice because he has an ankle injury, so I don't know what's going to happen with him. But he's their uh, main guy in the back. He has four picks, so I'm not overly impressed. I think that you know there, there's going to be some scoring to be had in this game. It's going to be a bomby 48 and partly sunny up here, <laughs> mm-hmm. so anything can happen. But I, you know, I'm at the point now where with the Giants in Cincinnati and where we're sitting draft pick wise that. I just have a funny feeling we're going to beat them, which I'm always happy when they get a win, but I don't, you know, I'm really fighting myself inside right now because I saw where if we would have beat the Jets, uh, what, we'd have fallen into the top 10? Yeah,
1: yeah, you you probably would have fallen to eighth or something around there, and and I don't think we want to do that. But, you know, I mean, there are other people that feel the exact opposite. They want to win at all costs, and they don't care where we end
2: up in the draft. So just a matter of your perspective. Well, I always want to win. And you, you, you told me a few times I'm always the optimist, but I just I, – I don't know. With their defense, I think that Fitzy can have a good day. I think he can throw the ball around. But it all depends on who's catching the balls now, I was too. just going right. to say that. You that's know, what I was going to Who's gonna he going to be throwing well. to,
1: you know? That, mm-hmm. know. you know? We don't know. We don't know anything other than Albert and uh, Parker is still in the protocol. Okay. So we'll that's what I was going to ask. We'll, yeah, we'll have to see what happens there.
0: Yeah, that's a key right there. I mean, if it, you're going to see much of the same in regard to uh, what we saw last week, if in fact those two guys aren't on the football field. Isaiah
1: though. Ford and Hearns, right?
0: Right. It's it's going to be somewhat of a struggle because there's just not much there to work with. So we got to hope that those guys somehow get back on the field. And then I agree with you, Kirk. You know, we will have somewhat of a some offensive players out there that can make some plays and maybe get us into the end zone a few times. If we don't have them, it, it's going to be a struggle for us
2: yeah they're going to they're going to have to do offense. something with Gesicki and also uh layer it out of the backfield maybe throw some you know throw some passes that way mm-hmm. it'd be nice to get one of those receivers back at least but uh and we got that other kid from from the Eagles right Mac Collins yes <laughs> who knows about him i mean yeah. but he's a body he's going to be start he's going to be out there so we got to mm-hmm. hope that he does something but i don't uh, we can attack that defense even even without our our receivers it's still going to be uh some kind of a game. I think it's going to be a, a good, exciting game just for, yeah. with two bad teams.
1: And Lou, you had some uh, time to look over the offense. Uh, what did you see from the Giants offense that should scare us?
2: Well, the key
0: to the whole game is going to be who's starting a quarterback, obviously. If Eli winds up starting, I think it hurts us. They are probably going to get Ingram back as well. They're tight end, and he's a very, very good tight end. So they're, they're going to be at full throttle if, in fact, that happens. you got Barkley in the backfield. Uh, he's had a subpar season due to the fact their offensive line just isn't very good, but he's still an outstanding running back. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He, he's, he's one of the best in the game right now. Uh, they're receiving core with Shepard and this kid Darius Slayton. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched the game the other night, but Slayton is, is the real deal. He's got seven touchdowns this year. He's got almost 700 yards receiving. He's averaging 50, over 15 yards a catch. Uh, he is an extremely good receiver. And then You have Golden Tate as well. So, I mean, they have players on the offensive side of the football where they're struggling is offensive line play. That's hurt them all year long. But this is an offense that our defense will have problems with, especially with the fact that we lost two more guys in the secondary this week that went on IR. So now we're like, I mean, we're looking at guys that were backups to backups to backups back there. I don't even know who we're going to play this week, Mike, in that secondary. Or, Kirk, do you guys have any idea who's even going to play back there for us in regard to uh, the secondary? Well, pa- I think
1: Roe's Ro? okay, right? Right, yeah.
0: Rowe. Colbert is a possibility. Right, and Needham. Yeah. They will be out there. Um, past Needham, and Roe, I don't know who the other two guys are going to be. Will Good be.
1: Yep, he'll be, he'll be your slot.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, they're depleted back there. This, this is a good group of wide receivers and tight end. And with Eli quarterbacking, you can't really do anything to him that's going to surprise him. He's seen everything over the years. Uh, I would have much preferred us playing against Daniel Jones because maybe you can do some things on the defensive side to where you can confuse him. Uh, he does bring the element of the run where Eli won't, but I think that trade-off, uh, you know, it, it 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 hurts us if Eli's the quarterback, even though he doesn't run with the football like Daniel Jones does. He he's he can pick us apart in regard to the receivers he has up against our secondary players. So it's going to be a struggle, and uh, we've got to stop the run too. I mean, you know, last week, Mike, we talked about this on Monday show. Uh, you know, I felt going in without Le'Veon Bell that you know we'd have an advantage. You know, with our seven guys up front going against a backup running back and the Jet offensive line, and it just didn't it just didn't happen. Nope. And um, Powell still had a decent game. Exactly, he still he still did enough. And you know, Barkley is not Powell. Barkley's much much better running back. So they're going to have to get after it, and they're going to have to put them in long. Long yardage and second and third downs, or else we're going to struggle all day. It's going to be a lot of what we saw last week. Um, this is a better offense across the board than the, Jets, than the Jets were last week. It's going to be somewhat of a struggle for us in regard to uh, going against this offense, I think. I think we're going to have some some problems with them, but we'll see.
1: Yep. I mean, you know, you, you never know how it's going to play out uh, once they actually get on the field. I mean, how much of an impact will Van Ginkel have? I don't think anybody can answer that, you know. Uh, he, you know, he's a wild card for us. Um. You know, Beagle's been playing pretty well. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, uh, Needham's been playing pretty well. I feel bad for the kid because he's always on the other team's best receiver, and it makes him look a little worse than he really is Mm -hmm. Uh, because he's not a number one corner, but he's playing pretty well for, you know, who he is. Um, So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'd like to think our defense can at least be competitive with him. Uh, You don't seem to sound like that's going to be a possibility.
0: Well, I mean, you know, looking at last week's game, Mike, you know, I felt we had an advantage without on in the game. And the, the giant offensive line is comparable to the jet offensive line in regard to their play this year. And uh, if they go up and play like they did last week and, and not stuff that run over and over again, they're, they're going to have issues. This, is a, this kid is a really, really good running back. That's and, um, you know, he's, he's a whole different animal. Compared to what we went up against last week. So, yeah, I I think we are going to struggle a little bit on the defensive side, especially with more injuries, you know, the the two more injuries that we have. Yeah, we're thin. There's no
1: question about it. So, I I can certainly understand you saying that. Mm -hmm. Got a question for you guys. Okay. Looking at next year, would you trade our top two first round picks this year and our second first round pick next year for the top pick in this year's draft so you can take Joe Burrow?
0: Kirk, you can start it. Absolutely. I'll, I'll put an end to it <laughs> if you start it.
2: <laughs> all right. Um, I know we came into this season wanting to draft a quarterback, but I do not want to give up two picks and a, and a second round for a kid that... Well, yeah, it's out. actually
1: three first rounds. So the, the top two this year and the second one next year.
2: Oh, the second pick. I, I thought you meant the right. second rounder. I'm sorry. Right. I got you. Uh, all right. Well... Without even hardly discussing that, no way. <laughs> Would not do that. And uh,
1: Lewis, I can hear you snarling back there.
0: Well, first of all, why why is this being brought up? Is it something that was presented? or disgust, or, you it's know. It's a hypothetical. It's I mean, just, look, it's they went ahead
1: and they made these trades to put themselves in position to get a quarterback. Right. So my question is, now that they've done that, and now that they've got those picks, and now that it looks like they won't be in the position they'd like to be in, mm-hmm. do you think they should use those picks as they were originally thinking, and right. that is to help them move up to get a quarterback?
0: Well, I mean, I think the three picks is a little extreme. I think that if I was the GM and I was negotiating this situation, I would say, you know what? I'll give you the latest pick this year. We swap spots in this year's draft, right? Right. Right. So we move up to number one. So they still get four or five or wherever we land from us. We give them our late First round pick, which will either be Pittsburgh or Houston's, our very last one. So they get right. an extra one this year, and we give them our late round pick next year. Now, in that scenario, maybe, maybe I'd do it because you're you're giving up you're giving up two for basically what you're doing at that point is you're giving up you gave up Fitzpatrick and you gave up Tunsil, yeah, for the quarterback that you want. Now, is that a good trade off? I don't know. I mean, that remains to be seen. In my opinion, and I wouldn't do anything at all. I'd just stay put and see where the chips fall because there's some good quarterbacks out there this year. And Burroughs, you know, there's there's question marks about him. There's going to be question marks about any of these guys coming out of college. This team needs a lot. They need an offensive line. I, I mean, in my opinion, they need three players across that offensive line at minimum, if not four. Uh, Dieter hasn't played overly well. I know he's a rookie, so we'll give him some time. But your center has got to be replaced at some point. Uh, your right guard and your right tackle and your left tackle. I mean, honestly, I mean you could replace all five guys as far as I'm concerned. So you have needs there. You have needs at defensive end, both defensive end positions. I mean, absolutely need them. You may need another linebacker and you may need a safety. There's a lot, and you need a running back without a. We need a lot, Lewis. Everybody we need a knows lot. That, right. Yeah. I went down the list and I had named about eight positions that, eight or nine, that, yeah. that we need major upgrades. I mean, it's not minor upgrades, I mean, major upgrades across the board at every position that i talked about so with with that being said with all these draft picks that we have i mean i don't i don't want to bank on one guy because okay so then you get the young quarterback in here well what do you do from there if you're giving up too much you still have too many needs on this team i don't know if it benefits you i don't think the trade-offs worth it so you know, I, I went around a long way to answer that question, but uh, you know, I, I elaborated on on why I feel the way I feel, and you know, that, uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. You know, well, there's you just could, too many you, needs. You
1: could make the argument they have, you know, what 14 picks or at least 12 picks. So they could, they could still draft linemen and and do some repairing. I mean, obviously you've got some high picks the following year where you can address the defensive line and some of the other needs that they have. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's just, do you want to risk those picks on on a quarterback who may or may not be the answer?
0: Right. You're not, Mike, you're not going to get the talent in the third and second rounds that you are in the first round. I mean, you know, that's obvious. I mean, you, you want studs in here. You need game changers. You need offensive linemen that are going to just knock the crap out of the guy across from them. And you need, you need a running back that's dynamic. You need defensive ends that are going to sack the quarterback or at least put pressure on them. I mean, they need game changers on this team. And I don't care what type. I mean, look at Brady this year, uh, you know, with the offense. They're struggling. And I know he's up there in age, but there's a lot of examples across the NFL when you don't have players around you. He doesn't have Gronkowski this year. Their offense is very average. You know, I mean, you have to have guys around that quarterback. You can't just, you know, have a team with, with a good young quarterback and, and hope that you're going to win football games. I mean, look around the NFL. I mean, Baker Mayfield. Has got a ton of talent around them, and they can't they can't win football games. And when they do, they're not they're winning ugly. So there's a lot of examples around the league, you know, that you can look at and see that that is not really the answer to the you know to the to the puzzle in regard to a winning football team. A quarterback is essential. You have to have a very solid quarterback, but um, you know you have to have players around them. There's no ifs ands or buts about it.
1: Yep. So you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't even consider it.
0: I wouldn't. I mean, unless you know, maybe you're giving up those two late rounders, right? Uh, so one this year and one next year, to yeah. where you still have your draft picks to put some pieces in, you know, in the place. I got you. you know, so.
1: So what do you guys think of this uh, Spygate
2: two <laughs> with the Patriots? I don't. I don't think that they even care. New England just seems to do whatever <laughs> they want and not worry about the consequences. <laughs>
1: I, just, I, I, I love uh, Belichick pleading, you know, he didn't know a thing about it. He, you know, he had no idea.
2: Yeah, no clue.
1: <laughs> yeah, that pleased. You know, Bill, you could say a lot there, but don't tell me you had no clue because there's nothing that happens in that organization that he is not aware of. And for him to even uh, imply otherwise is just, you, you must think we're all idiots. Hey, guys, I wanted to break in here real quick just to ask a favor of you the app that you're listening on, Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to the podcast. Hit like, leave a a comment on your thoughts of the show. And uh, if you didn't know, we do do run a Facebook group. Uh, It's Miami Dolphins number one. That's hashtag one. We talk uh, Dolphins football 24-7, 365. We'd love to have you join us and share your thoughts. And uh, once again, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, Let's make it a habit. We'll see you next week.
2: It, it, makes you, it makes you think that they do it every single week. Yeah. Because why, why would you go do that and, and videotape Cincinnati's coaches' sideline with their I one mean, win? You can't beat them without doing something like that. You would, you would think. You would think.
1: But, you know, and, and, and you know, even if it was totally innocent, he, he still knew it had to be going on. I mean, he, he had to know it. You know, I mean, there's there's ways to go about it. Uh, you know, I mean, he I guess he had permission from the uh, Bengals to actually do it, uh, but I don't think that permission included filming their sideline during the game. You know, I think it was something entirely different that he got permission for, and that was uh, basically how, uh, you know, they, they were doing it on a feature on um, how they scout the next opponent. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, were you guys aware of the fact that teams can send scouts out and scout signals from the other teams' game prior games? Well,
1: it would be no different than you sitting in the stands and watching the game.
0: Right, but they're charting and scout, Mike, scouting. Right. They're scouting right. Right. the other team's yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, to,
1: that's going on forever.
0: But it, it to me, that's that that's horrible. It doesn't make sense. I mean, it, it is it, isn't that a form of cheating to an extent to where you're you ever stealing... look on the
1: sidelines when the when the offensive coordinators you know calling a play, they always put the card in front of their mouth, and that's the reason they do that because right. they
0: know there's people there trying to steal their. Uh... It, it's horrible. I mean, it, you shouldn't even have to go to that length. I mean, but the bottom line is, is that they have to know that it's illegal to film now i wasn't even aware of the fact that they could send scouts out to literally watch the other team sideline for a full game and try to you know figure out what their signals are from week to week i mean
1: the the point What they're supposed to be doing is scouting a team on the field. That's what they should be doing. Uh,
0: And, you know, I mean, I I think it's ridiculous. I mean, line up, play football, beat the guy in front of you. I mean, how can you feel good about yourself if you are, in fact, uh, doing something like that? You know, you're you're not winning the game, you know, just lining up against the other team and beating them in a fair way. I I, I think it's horrible. And I think that there's been too many circumstances – With New England involved to where this is just another coincidence, I mean, you know, you've got to start looking at this type of stuff and saying, you know, maybe there's so many other elements of what they do from week to week that... That allows them to have a major advantage over teams because I've said it for years. If you look at this team and, and the fact that they win year in and year out for so long with the talent that they have had over the years, they've beaten a lot of teams that were better than them over and over again in in specific games, whatever the case may be. And you know, you got to start questioning as to how they're doing it. You know, maybe it isn't just the fact that. Belichick's a great coach. Maybe maybe he does have a lot of tricks up his sleeve because he sure in the hell looks shady to me, you know, with that stupid hood on. And yeah, he always looks (laughs) Yeah, he looks he looks like the type of guy that would do something like that, doesn't he? I mean, and, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to be funny. I know it sounds funny, but he looks like a shady character. You know, the way he addresses the media and everything. I mean, you know, he's a shady guy to begin with. So, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. You know, the fact that they're doing a lot of different things. I mean, the, uh, you know, the inflated ball situation, all that kind of stuff, anything to favor them. It's just been one thing after another. So, I mean, yeah, I'm tired of hearing. I wish they'd just go away already, you know. (laughs) They're getting there. uh, Yeah, I think they are. I mean, you guys have been watching them. I mean, what are your thoughts on them? I mean, you don't do you guys feel that they're they're going to be there, you know, in the Super Bowl this year? Or no. even in the championship game?
1: I'll never say never, but
0: they don't look yes, like it. They don't. I, Kirk, think,
2: and, I think the Ravens are the team that beat this year. You know, so does everybody else. Agreed. Yeah. And Kansas City. I think New England. New England's on their way down.
0: Agreed. And Kansas City, you know, showed them something going in there this late in the year and beating them as well. Yep. Um, you know, if they did it during the regular season, I know the playoffs are a little bit different, but uh you know, Mahomes didn't have a great game. I don't think they're completely – Well, I don't
1: think they're going to be home for the playoffs if they keep on the present course, so it's not yep. going to matter.
0: Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Well, they'll be home for at least one game, Mike, yeah, I would right, think. Right. They'd have to yeah. go on the road, and they went and beat Kansas City on the road last year, so you're right. I mean, they're, you know, they tend to do things somehow, some kind of way to win football games, whether Louis it's Basically, cheating.
2: like you said earlier, Louie doesn't have – they don't have Gronkowski. All they have is Edelman. Yep. So, you know, the the other receivers, like the one that they drafted, that number one pick, he hasn't done anything. So he doesn't have the weapons that he had, and he's getting older.
0: Mm -hmm. And the offensive line is playing average. They're not running the football well. Uh, the defense has shown that they have, you know, that they, they can get scored upon. Some teams have, you know, they, they've played pretty solid. They, I'll tell you what, their defense has kept them around this this year. Uh, yes, if, absolutely. If it, if it wasn't for their defense, you may have seen them go eight and eight this year. Um, yeah. They've oh, really I mailed mean, them out. Know, a they lot. were
1: talking about that defense being very, very special in the beginning of the year yes. because they weren't playing anybody, namely us, and. uh mm-hmm you know we weren't scoring against them and, and mm-hmm. the other teams they played weren't scoring real well either uh but uh you know they're definitely the, that's definitely the strength of the team it's it's not the offense so defense wins so we'll see yes we'll see uh you know Chow was uh our nomination for uh man of the year okay which is the highest honor uh anybody can win in the league
0: that's great yeah so very nice kid. He
1: is, he is. He is. a good player, too. Um, so it's, it's nice to see him get that recognition. I do want to talk about uh, our upcoming schedule. Um, next week, we're going to have our regular uh, Monday and Wednesday show. Christmas week, uh, we're going to have a Monday show. And New Year's week, we're going to do a show on either Thursday or Friday. And then uh, as we go into the off season, we'll have one show a week, which will typically be Wednesday or Thursday. So that's how we're looking. Uh, have you guys got anything else you wanted to add today? I'm
2: pretty good. <laughs> not, there's not really much to talk about.
0: So, Kirk, you're coming, down on, uh, you're coming down for the Bengal game in a couple weeks.
2: Yeah, I'm flying down uh, Thursday night. You're going to go to that? I,
0: I, I don't know at this point. I mean, it's, it's up in the air. I have my son coming in, so we'll, we'll see how it all unfolds. But, yeah, I'd love to go down there. We'll see. You know, if, if time is gonna, if the time's gonna be available to take a full day, because you know as well as I do, it's a full day. It's a full day out of your schedule there.
2: Absolutely. So I can't wait though. Now that if, if we can't get that first pick, I just hope we just uh, beat somebody into a Bolivian. <laughs> I don't know how that would ever happen, but that would be really nice to go to a game and just sit there and enjoy it. And there won't be that many Bengal fans there, so it'll be more Dolphin fans this time.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: so yeah, all 16 on the way sixteen of you. Yeah, well, that's fine. That, like I said before, that's plenty of seat and elbow room for me. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, that that's gonna be a real rough week around the holidays. I mean, yeah. boy, oh boy, it's it's gonna. Yeah, you are not gonna see an awful lot of people showing up for that game. Uh, tickets will be readily available. There is no question about $15. it. Fifteen so, dollars. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It'll be like the old days, right, right. back in the early eighties. Yeah. Fifteen dollar ticket to go yeah. to a football game. Oh my god, that's great. It's
1: almost worth driving down for that.
0: There you go. Well, <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, guys. Thanks for joining me this afternoon.
0: Very welcome. And
1: thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll be back uh, next week, right after the giant game. Fins up, guys. Fins up.
0: Fins up, Dolphins.
1: All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.